Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Good evening, this is Monitor, and I'm Skitch Henderson here in Radio Central, and tonight we'll bring you a concert that includes some of the finest music ever written, played by the world's leading symphony orchestras. We'll touch on other topics, too, and we'll begin the evening by visiting Hollywood for Groucho Marx and You Bet Your Life. Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word is room, R-O-O-M. Really? You bet your life. National Broadcasting Company presents Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz show transcribed from Hollywood. And now, here he is, the one, the only... Well, here I am again with a chance for each of our couples to win up to $10,000. And if any of them say the secret word, they'll win an extra 100 bucks. And Groucho will meet our first couple in just a moment. Say, that a new record? Yeah, here, I'll play it again for you. Let Mrs. Grass make the soup at your house. Interesting. What's on the flip side? Here, I'll put it on. Yes, let Mrs. Grass make the soup at your house. Mrs. Grass's vegetable noodle soup, for instance. What a soup mix. You get all the hearty richness of sun-ripened garden vegetables in Mrs. Grass's vegetable noodle soup. Mrs. Grass blends them all with sunny tomato flavor, and then she adds her famous buttery tender egg noodles. Mrs. Grass does all the hard kitchen work. You just put some water on to boil, open that yellow box, and in minutes you can serve delicious vegetable noodle soup. You just let Mrs. Grass make the soup at your house. What's the name of that record? It's called Music to Make Soup By. Well, Groucho, you remember last week we ran out of time when you were talking to our last couple, and they agreed to come back tonight. Well, they're here, and uh, just to bring us up to date, uh, they were both single, although the young man did go on record as saying that he was engaged to be married. And, of course, you remember the young lady, an airline hostess for the German airline Lufthansa. So here they are again, Margot Road and K.W. Shelby. So folks, you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome again to You Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and you win an extra $100. Margot, it's nice to see you again. Uh, we'll talk to you in a minute. When we were interrupted last week, your partner here, Mr. Shelby, was in the middle of some kind of a cock and bull story about a water heater, a boiler blowing up or something. Blew him all the way to California, he said. <laughs> what happened after you blew into town? Anything exciting? Uh, well, uh, I guess about the most exciting thing that happened uh, was that I won a limerick contest. Oh, you're an intellectual, is that it? <laughs> what was your prize-winning limerick, do you remember? Or are you lucky enough to have forgotten it? Yes, I, I think I remember. You remember it? What was it? Uh, Could you right. recite it for us? Yes. He's never heard any of the great American poets. I doubt okay. she will now. <laughs> uh, Why don't we let her decide that? Well, I think... You, you may be crazy. You like poetry? Schiller and Goethe and all the... Well, then, let's see what he has to say. Yes, that's what I like that, yeah. yes. You can keep your nose out of this. I can talk to him. <laughs> without you butting in, you know. <laughs> what was the lyric? Let's hear it. 
Uh, well, it went like this. You blow hard, you. <laughs> On an island with nothing else but a coconut tree and a hut, two men and a dame played the triangle game till the last the swains met with rebut. That's not bad at all. And you wrote this yourself? Part of it. Part of it? <laughs> you mean this was a collaboration? Give yeah. us the last line again. That intrigues me, huh? Till the last the swains met with rebut. Till the last of the swains met with rebut. Now, that's just like Heinrich Heine, isn't it? Almost, yes. Yeah. You like that, huh? Mm. What does that mean, you know? I don't know. No. <laughs> the rest of it is pretty bad, but that last line is, is, is terrible. <laughs> How did you allow that to sneak in there, that last line? That was the only line I wrote. <laughs> and that was the winner? You can imagine what the losers must have written. <laughs> Well, what did you win for writing this epic? Uh, a revolver with only one bullet? Uh, no, I, I won an island in the South Seas. Who won the island before you won it? Uh, it was a British possession. I knew the British Empire was breaking up, but... <laughs> I didn't think they were giving away pieces of it as prizes in the Limerick contest. That is really a shrinking empire there. What kind of an island was this? Uh, was it romantic? Uh, yes, it, it was romantic. Uh, the tropical moon and swaying palms and a nice coral beach and blue clear waters. Uh, but, uh... Margot, before you marry him for his island paradise, do you have any questions you'd like to ask him about the island? Well, yes. How big is it? That's a very good question. <laughs> Who cares about the tropical moon, the sleepy lagoon? What she wants to know is, does it have any income property on it? <laughs> well, Shelby, how big is it? Uh, well, at low tide, it's 35 acres, and at uh, high tide, it's 5 acres. <laughs> well, Shelby, my advice to you is, the next time it's low, get out. <laughs> Margo, let's get back to you, and none too soon. Do you have any, any boyfriends? Oh, yes. Well, they are all over the world, actually. Well, that's a very pleasant arrangement. <laughs> well, tell us about your job, Margo. For example, what kind of food do you serve uh, on the air? Sauerkraut and knockwurst? Sure. But apart from that, we also serve caviar and lobster and goose liver pate and... Goose liver pate! <laughs> and two on Champagne. an island. Champagne? Three kinds of red wine and three kinds of white wine and four kinds of beer. You, anything you want. And you pour this into your passengers while they're up in the air? Yes. I have only one question to ask you. Uh, how do you ever get them down again? <laughs> uh, are you interested in matrimony, Margot? No. You don't, wouldn't want to get married at all? Ever? Well, yes. What kind Sometimes. of a man would you like to marry, Margot? Well, I guess, first of all, he's got to be handsome, you know. Well, I'd hardly say that Shelby was an Adonis, but uh, he said he isn't a dog. <laughs> Would you be willing to marry Shelby? Well, Groucho, I don't think I stand a chance. I think he's engaged, isn't he? So what? Uh, Slipping three kinds of white wines, three kinds of... <laughs> three kinds of red wine and four kinds of beer. You take off to Germany without even going to the airport. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry I couldn't get you two really interested in each other, but apparently Shelby is a loyal lover, and you have other plans besides. 
but that's life. Uh-huh. However, you're going to be partners at making some money, and that also can be important. Now, you understand this game? There are three oh. kinds of questions, 100, 200, and 300. Mm-hmm. Now, these are the hardest. These are medium. These are the easiest. Mm-hmm. Now, you can pick what you want. If you went up to $500, you get a chance at the big question. If you don't, you just keep what you earn. I might add you to get four. You keep out of this, will you? <laughs> no, you, you get uh, four questions. You select, oh, you selected royal capitals. You understand anything about it? You ought to be flying around all the time. No, no. All right, you pick the first one, Margo. $200 one? Two hundred dollars. Oh, you ought to be ashamed to take it. What's the capital of West Germany? I could make it tougher by asking her who was buried in Grant's tomb. Well, Who's buried in Grant's tomb? Grant who? What's the capital, the western capital of uh, the capital of West Germany? Well, it's Bonn right now. That's right. I had a Bonn on the other night. All right. <laughs> You have $200, uh, $300 more, and you'll get a chance at the 10000 at the end of the show. You have three more chances. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, a $300 one. What's the capital of Liberia? Uh, Monrovia. Monrovia is right. We have one here in California. And you now have $500, which means you're eligible, but uh, this is on the house. Go ahead and take two more. Uh, and this is a $300 question. That's right. What's the capital of Burma? Rangoon. Rangoon is right. Yeah. You now have $800. I, I thought that was a coat, a Rangoon coat. I used to wear one of those. <laughs> right after the market crash. I mean the first time. You have another you question. You get another chance. How much do they got now? Eight hundred. Oh boy. We're all out. <laughs> yeah, you're in now. You're in for the. Uh, $10, Say, you want any more money here? You may switch and marry her. Huh? I know. <laughs> Don't you like her? <laughs> oh, I think she's very attractive. But uh, like he I said before, I'm me. engaged. You wouldn't even marry me for the money, you see. <laughs> what is the capital of Ecuador? This is three hundred again. Quito. Quito is right. And you wind up with $1,100. Congratulations, kid, and uh, it was lovely you having you up here. It's been fun. You're a credit to Liberia, and you too. <laughs> In just a moment, our second couple will join Groucho to play You Bet Your Life. It's a rambler year, rambler is here. The new standard of basic excellence, rambler for 60 is spanking new. With the best of both for you, get big car comfort and room for speed. For car economy and handling ease, it's a rambler year, rambler is here. 
Now, from the world's largest builder of compact cars comes the new Rambler for 1960. With brilliant new styling, outstanding performance, and top economy. See the lowest-priced American-built two-door sedan. $1,795 at factory. See new station wagons with three wide seats and the tailgate that's a fifth door. Go to your Rambler dealers today and see... The new standard of basic excellence. Rambler for 60, that brand new car that tells the world how smart you are. Groucho, I'd like you to meet Jack Hanson and Joy Newfield. You mean you'd like me to meet them? I don't have any choice in the matter. <laughs> no, you don't, so come out and meet him, folks. Uh, Welcome to your better life. Say the secret word and divide an extra hundred dollars. Let's see, Jack Hanson and Joy uh, Newfield, huh? Is that right? That's Newfield, right. Huh? We could use more of both of you around here, Joy and uh, Jack. Are you married? You said, huh? No. Are you married, Joy? Yes, I am. You I've are? been married for 22 years, Groucho. No kidding. Huh? You said you don't look at it. You could have said you've been married 10 years, and I wouldn't have known the difference. How old are you, Jack? Uh, 26. Would, uh, where are you from? Uh, San Francisco, Groucho. Are you married? Yes, I am. Uh, did you meet your wife in college? Uh, no, I didn't, Groucho. I met her in high school. You met her in high school? That's right. Is that why girls are going to high school now and snag a husband? Well, I didn't uh, get married in high school, Groucho. Uh, you mean I... you didn't get married during the classes? No, it was uh, much later than that. Uh, around five that afternoon? <laughs> well, what happened after that, Jack? Well, uh, after high school, I suppose you mean, I went to uh, San Francisco State. What is that, a penitentiary? <laughs> I never heard of that. No, as a matter of... Is it something like Alcatraz? Well, sometimes we feel that way, but actually it's a very famous college. In fact, George Fenneman went there. Who? George Fenneman? Well, then I was right, huh? <laughs> They'd never take him in a regular college. Joey, what does your husband do? He's a Connecticut tobacco grower and packer. That's I thought tobacco of... came from the South, isn't that right? Yes, but it's grown in, in Connecticut, too. The finest uh, cigar tobacco is grown in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. That's a fine-looking cigar you have there. It must have come from Connecticut. No, this fine cigar I'm smoking came from the window of a Mack truck on the freeway. <laughs> I don't usually get them this long. <laughs> Joy, you are indeed a rarity. Apparently, you encourage your, encourage your husband to smoke cigars? Oh, what? yes, because a uh, real he-man smokes a cigar. Yes, they do. This yeah. is my only identification with that. <laughs> well, you're a nice, bright young couple, and it's been fun talking to you two. Let's see how much you two can win in the quiz. George, suppose you tell them how to play this, huh? The box is divided into hundreds, two hundred, and three hundred dollar questions. Of course, the hundred dollar ones are fairly simple. The $200 ones are more difficult, and the $300 ones are pretty tough. Now, you get four questions. You get to keep all the money you win, and the object of the game is to earn at least $500, because if you do, you can come back at the end of the show and try for $10,000. Okay, you understand it? Right. So now, uh, you selected uh, for your quiz science and medicine. Uh, Joy, uh, suppose you pick the first one. I did. And this is a $300 question. That's right. Uh, what is the instrument used to measure the densities or specific gravity of liquids? I think it's a hydrometer. Oh, right. Hydrometer? Hydrometer is right, yes. And you now have $300. Three more choices. 
You get three more chances. Mm-hmm. You string with a winner. Oh, you're going to stick with 300. What metal has the highest melting point? Melting point? Melting of the point. highest melting point. Yes, it's melting point. It's up near Malibu. That's iron. Iron, I think. No, it's tungsten. Well, well you don't lose any money. You still have your $300. You have two more chances. This time, $200. This will give you a chance at the big well, money. For 200 bucks, what is the name of the science that studies heredity? Genetics. Genetics. Genetics is right. You now have $500. One more question. This is 300 again. 300. It'll give you eight if you win. And it'll give you uh, ulcers if you lose. No. No, I hope not. Well, what is the chemical name for ordinary chalk? Uh, Oh, I know that. It's not graphite. It's calcium carbonate. Well, well you won yes, won five hundred dollars, which of course earns you a chance to come back and try for two, five, or ten thousand dollars at the end of the show. But you don't have to. We'll see if both our couples can bring their winnings up to ten thousand dollars in just a moment. Make your dollars direct with Rambler for nineteen sixty. is here at Rambler Dealers. Rambler, the new standard of basic excellence. Now with brilliant new styling and big car comfort and room, small car economy and handling. Go to your Rambler Dealers. See the stunning new Ramblers from the world's largest builder of compact cars. See the lowest priced American built car, only $1,795 at factory. The Rambler dollar is a big, big, bigger Well, we have uh, two couples entitled to try for the big money tonight, Groucho. First, here is K.W. Shelby and Margot Road. <laughs> this year, everybody who wins at least 500 in the quiz gets a chance at the wheel. And if you miss the big question, you still get to keep everything you've earned so far. Clear? Now, you take two numbers, uh, anything from to, 1 to 10. Now, you pick a number. Eight. Eight, and that'll be for $10,000. Now, you pick a number. Yeah, number three. That's for $5,000. If neither number comes up and you answer the question, you get uh, $2,000. One of you turn the wheel. to come from Germany yet, huh? <laughs> All right, here it is for $10,000. The 1959 Pulitzer Prize play was J.B. For $10,000, tell me who wrote it.
the answer you two have decided upon. Time's up, kids. Time's up. Well, it's Archibald McLeish, leading American poet, former head of the Library of Congress. So it's too bad you missed the big money, but you won $1,100, and that you can keep. So congratulations, and thanks for being with us. Got you here, Jack Hansen and Joy Newfield, who uh, had a try at the $10,000. Now, you pick a number from 1 to 10. Uh, 1. 1. Then that'll be for $10,000. Now, you pick a number. 7. That's for $5,000. If any other number comes up, the question is whether to your total for the night. Okay, one of you spend the wheel. You picked one and seven, and it came up three, so this question is worth $2,000. The Crusades of the Middle Ages were aimed at the recovery of the Holy Land from Islam. For $2,000, can you tell me the name of the great sultan who led the forces opposing Richard the Lionhearted and other crusaders? the answer you to? Saladin. Saladin is right. <laughs> well, you two won $2,000 and they've won what before? How much before? I've forgotten now. I've well, anyway, you won $2,000. Congratulations and thanks Thank you very to much. both of you and you bet your life. It Bet Your Life is transcribed in Hollywood. Produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jack Meekin. This is George Fenneman reminding you to tune in again next week, same time, same station, to hear the one, the only, Groucho. And see Groucho every Thursday evening on NBC television. You Bet Your Life is heard by our armed forces around the world. This is the NBC Radio Network.